I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Private Parts uh, Podcast. Uh, I'm, firstly, I'd just like to say... We are so sorry about last week and us not managing to get a podcast episode out. As some of you are probably going to be aware, uh, Jamie was in Ibiza filming um, Made in Chelsea. I'm back in London, you know, doing serious things. <laughs> and, um, yeah, right. and for some reason, Jamie, you know, being the flake that he is, couldn't bring himself to, uh, um, you know, spare one hour uh, to do this podcast so jamie has actually gone completely awol he's disappeared <laughs> off the face of the planet Wait, none he? of us can get in touch with him he has apparently gone missing oh dear uh so in his place i have had to bring along um ben roper hello uh who is going to be filling in for jamie in this episode and probably none of you know who ben is but uh, what are you talking about everyone knows who i am really who, no, who, no, I'm just, who are you I'm Ben. No, I'm Ben Roper Curzon. Can, can you can you uh, tell, tell us a bit more about yourself, so so we can really give the audience a picture? Um, well, I'm a very good friend of Francis. Maybe describe your appearance. Oh, but you you describe it. I don't want to describe myself. No, no, you, you can describe yourself. Yeah, it's a bit self. You know, flat. I don't want to you know, well, flatter myself too much. All right. Well, uh, you know, don't pull any punches then. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I'm six foot two. Um, I got blonde hair. I've got blue eyes. So you say you're quite Aryan. Yeah, you could say that, you know. <laughs> yeah, you could say... You're into all that kind of stuff, aren't you? No, no, I'm not, no. <laughs> Some people are, they? <laughs> um, so come, come on, tell us a bit more about yourself. Well, I'm one of ten. I've got four brothers and five sisters. You're one of ten? Yeah, I'm one of ten, yeah. Right, my mum, wow. same mum and father, mum and dad. Okay. And, and they're uh, not Catholic, actually. And we're not Catholic, and Christmas is busy. Yeah, a lot of kids alright and uh, parents have been pretty busy as well yeah yeah I know I, I remember speaking to one of uh, so I ran a building company so I'm like electrician once I said no same mum and dad he said in the background lucky dad <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. so, so just to give, give, it, give a bit of context Ben and I are our best friends we actually live about 
200 meters away from each other yeah, so we see each other I know yeah it's too much but yeah and so I was scrapping around thinking who, God, who can I bring along to replace Jamie and, <laughs> and I called like 10 other people but they were busy oh thanks and, 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 uh, and, and, the last and, point and, of call and, and I knew that Ben would just you know he, he, he'd come at the drawer you, you begged me man you begged me That's like, who else has nothing to do when I uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, luckily because I, I I've been very busy this morning but because that's, that's the luxury of when running your own company you can sort of do what you like sometimes like well, podcasts apparently you're not running your company now uh, well I am I promoting sent, it I sent promoting an email it. you can this. plug it and then you can classify really? it as business oh, fine it's called Roper Curzon a building company also which is your name <laughs> yeah exactly yeah so, so go on t- tell us more about I, I want this episode to actually just be about Ben it's going to just be about Ben so go on okay. this, is, this is really well I've got 34 nieces and nephews as well yeah so you can imagine because my brother and sisters spawned and it's like a rabbit fest. Um, yeah, sorry, it's a lot, a lot of us around. And my granny, Pat, who died 102, three of her, two of her husbands died in the second one more, and she married at the third time. She married, she had three husbands and three sets through the lines as well. She had two husbands during the World War? Yeah, one died, of the, one died in the, uh, blown up on a ship, and the second one died, uh, got blown up in an in a army tent. And the third one died of Alzheimer's, but they all each husband she had ch- uh, children with. So, not only got one of ten, we got uh, many, many other descendants. <laughs> so anyway, tell us, you know, I, uh, as interesting as your family is, and I know a lot of Ben's family, and they're, <laughs> they're great. What 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 would you say is is some something that you know happened to you recently that might be interesting to our listeners? Oh right, um, okay. Oh God, because as you know, private parts is. A place where we share our most sordid and embarrassing moments of our life. Embarrassing moments. Jamie's usually quite... Well, because he's got a lot of embarrassing stuff to share. His life is basically one embarrassing yeah, moment. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's, he's always talking about... He always finds some way of talking about poo. Yeah. Really? He's got like an obsession with... Poo? Fecal matter. I think he poos a lot. Does yeah. he? No, he poos five, five times a day. That's awful. What? <laughs> my, my story, my, my father was uh, um, at a party once and it was my sister and an old lady and he, he farted really loudly and the woman just carried on talking and then finally she left and my sister turned to my father and she said, oh, Daddy, I can't believe you did that. He goes, well, she's very good about it. She didn't say a thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so what about you? What embarrassing moments have you have you had recently? Well, actually, to be honest, I you know usually in I this can't think of usually in this in this me. podcast, Jamie and I will read from our diaries. So from yeah. the previous week, we'll read our diaries. But last week, I've been I've actually been recording a new I've been filming a new show, oh, yeah. uh, which I uh, I actually am sworn to secret. I'm bound by confidentiality agreements, so I can't actually talk about it. So everything that happened last week. I'll have to. I have written about it, but I can't actually read it out until I think uh, this embargo is lifted. So that's why, as you uh, are, are wondering, why I'm not reading my diary this this week. So as you uh, you know are probably wondering why I haven't been reading my 
diary. That's why. And uh, and but I will be hitting a lot of the other beats of a of a normal episode where Jamie, you know, would normally be here. But and we have Ben obviously. Sorry, uh, apologises to all. Apologies yeah, I'm very all, sorry. All, all, yeah. Well, I, I'm most sorry that we didn't manage to get one out last week. But you know, rather than just get something out mediocre, we thought, well, let's just take a break for one week and come back. And yeah. this is somewhat of an apology episode, actually. Yeah, we're just going to keep apologising, I think, for yeah. half an hour. And- yeah, <laughs> exactly. And actually, uh, to any listener, any eagle-eared listener <laughs> uh, who wants to count the amount of times. We apologise in this episode. I think and, stop apologising. Yeah. Then then do email us yeah. at privatepartspodcast yeah. at gmail.com. Well, why is it called private parts, really? What, what, what so it, because, because Jamie and I read our diaries. Right. So, so it really so, is private stuff. Have you not listened to this podcast? No, uh, y- yes, of course. I listen to it all the time. Yeah? Yeah. Do you know what a podcast is? It's, I do, yeah. What is a podcast? It's something that... <laughs> It's something you you put out on. It's like a, it's only from Sam. Like it's like a recorded, and, and it's like a recording of of some kind of show. Like like lots of listeners can listen to and yeah. get involved in, and they can write in, and you know, is that right? Is that, um, yeah, pretty much. It's yeah. like, yeah. thank God, I was, yeah. Here is the question of the week. Okay. So, my question of the week. This week is what marsupial animal, mm. when it's born, can fit into a teaspoon? What does marsupial mean? Well, I I, if, I, if, I, if I told you that, I'd need to kill you. An egg? Chicken? A chick? No, that's not, <laughs> <laughs> that's not a marsupial. <laughs> Marsupial. Like if I told you, if I, I'd have to give you some hints to to tell you what a marsupial is. Is it? Uh, do you know? Because I'm just definition. Is it like of a, a mammal? Marsupial? I don't know definition, but like, is can, it can, kangaroo is a marsupial, right? That is a marsupial. So they need to have like a pouch, <laughs> right? Yeah. I think that's one of the. Yeah, yeah. messing me. That's one of the things. <laughs> Isn't it also that they're nocturnal? I don't know. No, kangaroos aren't nocturnal. No. Are they? No. Uh, well, let me let me look it up. Have you ever been punched by a kangaroo before? Of course, they do punch, apparently. Yeah, yeah, punchy because they box, right? Yeah. Let's look at because I do know what I know. I can name a lot of marsupials, but I don't know the exact definition of them. Okay, um, extant marsupials. Well, actually, now I feel a bit stupid because now you've given away the answer. Is it a kangaroo? Yeah, it's a kangaroo. Uh. A kangaroo can fit in the, the teaspoon. I see. But there's no part two, so we can get away with that. Yeah. <laughs> this is uh, not going to be a classic episode. <laughs> pass, is it? No, no, no. But please keep listening. Yeah, please keep listening, yeah. guys. So, uh, so Ben, come on. I really actually just want to find out more about you. Okay. What do you want to know? Okay. So you, uh, you, you've had quite an eclectic career, haven't you? Before yeah. Before you became a builder. Well, I basically started off as a chef um, when I was... Well, I got kicked out of school when I was 16 for knocking someone out. Not that I'm a violent person. I just was a bit of a bad boy back then and uh, I went got a job as, as a washer-upper on £2.50 an hour below the minimum wage but do you have any funny stories just uh, um, well okay from your from your from maybe from your time in uh, in uh, in your ski season I did a ski season oh yeah in Verbier yeah did a ski season there um, <laughs> well I guess saved up the £2.50 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and went for a ski well, I, I guess, um, oh God, funny stories. You put me on the spot here. Um, That's the point. I know. Um, 
Well, I got fired when I was... I got a fry, when my head, the head chef um, threw a frying pan at my head and I ducked and it hit the wall um, because he was being abusive. And so I basically stormed out but came back and the owner of the restaurant offered me a job cleaning the ice hockey pitch instead. What? What restaurant was this? Yeah, I know. It's an ice hockey ring and it's a sports centre. The Santos is Sportif. Yeah. And, but then I managed... And he said... Um, he threatened me. He said, um, if you don't carry on working in, in, in the vicinity, I'll take your ski pass away. Really? And I said, my, my father's a, a lawyer. And he said, if you're trying to... With me? <laughs> I said, I'm not trying... With, with you? You can't swear. You can't swear. Can swear. He goes, um, are you trying to fuck with me? And I said, I'm not trying to fuck with you. You're trying to fuck with me. And he said... And luckily, um, he let me keep my ski pass. And I walked out of there. And I had spent the last two months just chilling out in Verbier, skiing every day and having fun. But that was... Yeah, that's the only story I can think of from Verbier. You put me on the spot. Yeah. We don't hold back. Cause um, you can- oh, well, I suppose when I got there... I mean, it's interesting to how we got... Because I got fired. We're getting fired, don't I? No. <laughs> Seems to be a recurring theme, man. <laughs> no, I basically... Um, was I that- think that's the eclectic grin. <laughs> no, are you going to get fired for being here? Is this... No, because... Yeah, was, I got basically... Um, I got well. Originally, I meant to be a chalet host in in Maribel. Uh, is this a good story? I don't know if it's I don't know. Stop me. You're telling it. We'll let you know afterwards. In Maribel, and I was meant to be. You know, I don't know if you know, but in a chalet host, you have to go to these ski resorts. You have to like bake cakes and shit. You know, all that kind of and stuff. Shit. Yeah, and I, and I was playing. I was, we all had before we went out to a resort. We all huddled in one hotel. Uh, everyone, like hundred kids, hundred one hundred of us, were all, like sort of eighteen year olds before we all went off to our chalets and different resorts. And I was playing Goodness Grace's Great Balls of Fire on the piano, uh, very loud, after 12 o'clock, with a, a crowd behind me singing along. And they didn't, they didn't take that too kindly because I was a bad influence on the whole group. And she slammed the, the thing down on my fingers, so I got quite angry. Oh my God. So I got quite angry. It's like s- a movie. I think I sort of swear. I think I sort of swear. It's like a scene from a movie. Yeah. Well, it happened. Did it break uh, your fingers? My my life is a movie. And 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 then, and then and the next day, I uh, got asked to see the manager. She said, um, "We're sending you home." And I said, "I don't want to go home. Well, we bought your flight. I don't care if you bought my flight." Anyway, they vent- eventually, we're going to take me back. And I eventually persuaded them to give me a lift to Verbia, and they said I wouldn't get a job. And uh, I got there and I, got, I, was, I stayed in this sort of bunker from the Cold War. <laughs> I, I was freezing and I had no money. I had like 50 quid in my pocket. I rang up my parents and said, go, come home, you bloody fool. And I said, I said, no, he said, no, I'm staying here. I don't, I don't want to go. Plus, I was terrified of my ex-girlfriend who I broke up who said she was going to kill me. <laughs> so I, I didn't want to go back home either. Cause she Why was she going to kill you? Because when I rang her up to break up with her while I was in, you know, in, in this resort, she said, I'm gonna kill you. I never want to see you again because she threatened me. If I ever leave her, she'll kill me. Right. So, In that accent. Yeah, she's Spanish. All right. Yeah, yeah. she was terrifying. Yeah. Anyway, so I didn't want to go back, and uh, one friend called Paul Dunbar helped me uh, get a job. And I wrote a CV. Went around all these different, you know, different um, restaurants, and they all said you can't get a job. And then eventually, this guy called Bernd, who, when I was leaving to see this girl Maribel, said, "You, you're a chef, right?" And he gave me a job, and he he likes air. He likes he's a bit Nazi, like he likes Aryan boys. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's really like, he saved me. The, bl- the blonde hair, the blue eyes. So it wasn't just your culinary no, skills. No, I think I used I used I used hit his dream. You know, to, wow, yeah. <laughs> oh, useful for something, right? Fastest <laughs> you've been fired. Anyway. Have I been fired? Oh yeah, I come on. I don't think I've been fired. Hold no. on, you're fired. There you go. 
No, but I, I don't work for you. This podcast. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I can be. But I've, I, I've, I've been fired. Well, to be honest, I no. So my first job, I actually very similar to you. I worked in a pub washing dishes when I was when I was. It's a hard job, wasn't it? Yeah, washing being dishes. Paid below minimum wage because I think I was too young to actually work yeah. there legally. So I was I was employed. Yeah, I got screwed. Uh, I was employed there. Illegally, but then I actually loved it because I, you know, I, you know, you learn about life, learn the value of a dollar, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and um, <clears throat> you ever taken advantage of? You, yeah. yeah, by the but so there were these there were these older girls who were like the waitresses in the, oh, in, nice. the in the pub. They took and, advantage, and they took advantage of me. What what way did they take advantage of me? Well, you know, I I, I guess they 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 all thought I was quite cute. Oh, right. Yeah. But no, I, they never... It sounds fu- awful. Yeah. It sounds like that Rod Stewart song, Listen Up really, Maggie. Yeah. It touched me. Listen, Maggie, got some lady. <laughs> what? Nothing. No. Um, uh, but no, I've, I don't think I've ever been fired, actually, because I've... Have I been fired? No. Mm. Never been fired. I've been, I've been... I feel like, because I was in trouble at school a lot, I feel, feel like... Oh yeah, were you expelled? Ever? I was. I was. I was actually. Oh, well, you were fired. Then. Kind yeah, of. I kind of fired from school. Can be fired. Can be fired. from two so. schools actually. What did you do? Are we allowed to talk about what you did to get, yeah, to get I, expelled? Yeah, basically. Fired? Well, once I it was in, at a school in America and I got um, expelled from that. <laughs> <What> <laughs> so basically, I just moved to the school, uh, and uh, I was I was in Florida. And I moved to uh, North Carolina, right. and I started a school there. And my like my first. My first assembly there, he he was like, we've had a lot, the headmaster got up and he said, we've had a lot of fights at this school, we've had a lot of fights this year at this school and, and, you know, I'm I'm really, I've got a, I've got a zero tolerance now and, and. Is that uh, American accent? uh, Yeah. Yeah, okay. And, um. I can't. Well, it was more of a southern accent. We had a lot of fights now at this God school. Damn. So I've got zero tolerance for that. So anyone, the next person to get in a fight is expelled. Really? Yeah. yeah. And uh, so the first thing he did. So, so, no, no. So then <laughs> walked up to the headmaster, just knocked him out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Can I so, go now, please? <laughs> and uh, and so I, and then I was playing football out, out on the uh, uh, on the um, field, mm. and uh, there was this. Um, uh, you know, there, there were so it was us. It was the, uh, you know, the well, no, it was us versus there was a, some, a Mexican contingent at the school. So it was like USA versus Mexico. Yeah. And one, um, I uh, this one Mexican kid, <clears throat> like, gave quite an unsport sportsman like tackle, and then I think I got up and punched him in the face. And then you punched uh, him in the face. Yeah, and then anyway, anyway we ended up getting in a fight. Oh, and uh, and um, and no, sorry, I I don't know what I don't even know what I'm sorry. I've changed my memory. He started. He punched me, oh, and right. then I and then I kind of so defended myself. So you defending yourself and won, won the fight. But because we were both involved, and because yeah. you know, and because we were both like obviously in the fight, we both yeah. got expelled. Like and this was like within, <laughs> oh, he was expelled too. Yeah, yeah. This was like two weeks within two weeks of being in the My father told me because he's eighty nine years old that in, in his day, if you got caught in a fight, what they would do is he'd put you in a ring, boxing ring, and bo- and they box it out rather than like punish them they put boxing gloves on both of them right? and literally the whole school would watch them fight to who would that's win. how it should be well, that's yeah. how they used to do it my dad's day that's it Eden yeah. yeah but your dad how old is your dad he's, he's 89 yeah. he fought you know he was uh, he sailed across uh, the Atlantic Ocean he's, he's quite a fascinating character in, in, really? in 1953 yeah. he sailed from Lymington Harbour if you know it's south coast of uh, England all the way to the Caribbean 
and he's quite a funny story. He was halfway through the Atlantic Ocean, and there was a big storm up ahead. And all he had, to, all, he had to, all he had to guide them was with the stars. They had the, that star navigation yeah. thing, whatever it's called, the glider, glider scope. Yeah, this, no, it's called a star navigating thing. Glidoscope, 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 glidoscope. Anyway, they were, they were, and I, that's what some great slides at all. We can maybe put it on I've the. I've seen uh, them, yeah. yeah. Anyway, basically, anyway, he was. They all drew straws <clears> below deck saying who's going to go up on the deck because it was a really bad storm. So my dad got the shortest straw. Right. Anyway, I went up on the deck. That's how my father speaks, by the way. I went up on the deck and this wave washed me off board. <laughs> so basically he was dead, you know. It's like, another wave washed me back on board again. <laughs> and, that, and if that didn't happen, I wouldn't be here um, entertaining you lovely people or trying to entertain you well, people. Not, not, just, not just us. And, well, yeah. Our 300,000 listeners. Hello. Uh, yeah, and uh, anyway, then he, he sailed all the way to um, Antigua and he helped build the, ch- the docks with the charter show uh, that they have now on the biggest charter show in the world. And I thought, when I got there, there's only one boat. And now it's like the biggest charter show in the world. Wow. And what's quite interesting is that Nicholson's, who, who started the whole thing, um, I actually had, stayed in the house that my father used to stay in on Shirley Heights. And I met the, the guy who met my father out of help with the uh, you know, building it there. And he, was, and he had Alzheimer's. So he lost his memory and, it, and he has, has all those daughters and suddenly he was having lunch and he disappeared and tried to drive off in one of the cars. And the daughter got in front of the car and said, no, daddy, no, daddy. And he got out of the car and I went up to him. I said, do you remember my father? His John Roper Curzon. He went, yes, very tall, big nose. Which is my father. <laughs> and then his wife said, he doesn't even remember his own children, but he remembers your, your father. Cause it's quite, so I was quite touched yeah, that yeah. he remembered my father from another time ago. But is this too much? Am I rambling? No, no, no. no. Have you guys ever had a near-death experience yourselves? Yes. Yes. I have. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I was in um, Rio de Janeiro. Oh, uh, yes, really recently. Uh, this yes. is a true story. So, to, so the person we know each other through... Rory, I know that's not talk about who oh, it was. Okay. No, 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 because no, 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 I don't want to... No, no, we don't have to, to name well, names. I, I, don't, I don't want to name but names, but I was with a guy... <laughs> <laughs> called Rory. <laughs> called Rory. <laughs> basically, Rory's going to go, look, Rory listens to this, he goes, shit. No, but basically, I was... In um, that's how he talks, by the way. And I was in um, Rio and having a great time. It's a wedding in Recife, and we were there for two weeks. And I felt like I owned. You know, when you get a bit cocky and you're in a foreign country, you sort of get. Oh yeah. You sort of yes. go, hey, I'm like one of the locals now. I'm local, SA kind of thing. And anyway, I was walking around Rio. This area in Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of the people. I know. I've got no. Like anyway. And it was like two in the morning. We went to this like apparently the most dodgiest part you can possibly go in Rio. But we we really went there, and we're in this like courtyard area, and um, we had this drink called uh, Caprinas. 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 Whatever. They, well, I keep getting all these names wrong, don't I? And, 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 you were one with the people. <laughs> when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. <laughs> anyway, I drank this um, Caprini. Is that right? Yeah. Caprini. And anyway, I woke up in the hostel with a drip on my arm. Right. And my flight was in three hours. And no trousers, right? Uh, no, my trousers were on. My, no, my, no, my, no, my trousers were on. And my... I'm just trying to make out I was great. And I, and I just made it clear to everyone I was not. And I was tested. That you know of, anyway. He <laughs> thinks he does protest too much. <laughs> I felt comfortable downstairs. There was no, there was no pain, if you know what I mean. Anyway, You'd know. I woke up. Anyway, I woke up in hospital. It's quite terrifying. Looking down, I had a drip on my arm. In the uh, summer? Random I, I, Brazilian my, hospital. Yeah, I had my red jacket on with no, my t-shirt wasn't on. So, and my chest really hurt, and I couldn't understand why my chest hurt so much. Anyway, so I basically just pulled the drip out of my arm, just like in the movies, as we keep saying. <laughs> but it was I pulled the drip out of my arm. This nurse was screaming. Her blood came out. She put this thing on my arm. I barged past the nurse, and this man tried to stop me. I said, "Because you had your flight." Yeah, I, I need to catch my flight, and I basically barged out of the hostel, jumped into the back of the cab, and I said to the taxi guy, "I said." Take me, to, take me to Copacabana, I said. I got no money. I was robbed. I, I was drugged and robbed. And he, he nodded and he just drove. He took me all the way to Copacabana. I went right into my Airbnb where I was staying. The security guard luckily recognized me, took me to my room, and the mother and the um the mother and the son were there and they said, You're Finn Rory He said that you were both drugged last night. What? So he knows your mother? Like, <laughs> so, so, I so I basically grabbed my passport and my um luckily sorry, the night before <clears throat> I had his premonition something bad might happen, so I took my debit card out of my wallet, right, put it on my side table with my passport. So luckily I did that. So I had my card and my passport. So I got a taxi straight to the airport and I missed my flight by half an hour meanwhile Rory was like on the flight and thinking, shit and then I basically got I, I bought a flight for a thousand pounds to flew directly to, to not to Heathrow and Rory had to wait six hours in Rome so I'd already got there before he had and so I was in my knocking I got back to my flat I opened up my computer there's an email from Rory to my friend Joseph saying I don't know where Ben is, like, you know, he's like somewhere like in Rio. I don't really know what happened. And I was emailed back and Joe's like, right, Roy, you're going back to Rio. And you're fucking staying now. I'm going to fly, we're going to find Ben. And I emailed back to, guys, I'm in Notting Hill. <laughs> so what happened to your chest? Sorry? How did your chest hurt? Oh, that, I turned out they would have given me mouth and mouth resuscitation. Yeah, so that gave CPR. Yeah, so, oh, so, so, you, so it must mean you would have so had cardiac arrest. So you said nearly died, and that's probably what I think I must have been brought back because I my they had to give yeah. me CPR. Shit. Well, God, it's making my heart hurt thinking about it. But um, that's not the only time I nearly died. But maybe you should do your story now, and I'll do the next. Well, one. Why don't you do your next one? Well, when I was five years old, <laughs> when I was five years old, don't let me twist your arm. <laughs> 
Well, when I was five years old, I remember we lived in this lovely house uh, called Wilton Cannery. It's in the Close at Salisbury. I don't know if anyone knows the Close, but it's a beautiful area of Salisbury. Someone might. Yeah, I'm sure someone does. In fact, if you do, send a tweet or a message to Francis. Anyway, no, no, don't do that. I basically, um, I was about five years old, and I thought I was always jealous of my dog who went down to the river. We weren't allowed to go down there, obviously, because the river was right by the river, and obviously it's quite dangerous. My parents put obviously a big gate up there, so we couldn't go. But I followed my dog through the woodland area through the bushes and then I got to the river it was great on my own and I thought great Molly jumped into the dog was called Molly the golden retriever jumped into the river and I thought well I can't swim but there was a you know those sort of poles that hold up a tree was going into the oh, water yeah, yeah. I sort of climbed onto that from there I was only don't forget I was four years old actually what five I was four and I crawled into the water I was half in the water I realised I was in a running river four years old clutching this by yourself by myself wow and I suddenly realised I'm going to die because you don't, you don't realise that you know you, you also realise that I just realise if I let go I'm going to die. So I just held on to this pole because I didn't know how to swim. And um, Molly was like Lassie. Molly <laughs> ran all the way back to the house, sort of barking, running around in circles. My mother and, wow. my, and my mother went, "Where's Ben?" And she did. She sort of a psychic thing, knew where I was, and she just ran directly wow. to the river and pulled and she pulled me out of the river. So that's that's the time I nearly died as well. Anymore? Um, I, think, I think Francis should have a go. Yeah, I've been talking die. too much. <laughs> so, the first time I nearly died, um, I. <laughs> <The> first time. <laughs> <laughs> I got. Oh, t- can you not tell the story about when you were. When you, that, you had to jump in that car and stuff. Okay, that's a good story. Oh, yeah, that was. That was that yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's that was, a good story. <laughs> well, that's not a near death experience. Yeah, but it's but a that, good story, man. You know, I, I, was, I was in. Um, this is a good I was, story. Okay. I, was, I was down in uh, Argentina and I was, I was playing polo there and I was staying in Palermo. I was staying in Palermo. Which apparently is the fastest growing sport in the world, yeah. I heard the other day. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can see why. It's very addictive. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Uh, anyway, so I was down there. I was down there for a couple of months. And uh, anyway, there was one night where we, you know, I was leaving my apartment with a friend, and uh, we were waiting for a taxi for ages outside outside the flat, and none were coming. And eventually, one this car pulled up. Uh, so, you know, sort of, you know, pull, pull. You know, this car was driving by. It was a full taxi, but I, you know, I was like, oh, that's that's full. And it pulled, it pulled up, and I, I thought, oh, great, they're all getting out. And so, so I, so I ran over, and I was like, oh, uh, you know, taxi, taxi. And then uh, all of these girls got out of the car. You know, these really beautiful girls. Uh, you know, very like revealing. Uh, your weakest, to, we're, we're very weak revealing tops or whatever, and very very pretty girls. And then anyway, one of them came up and was, oh hello darling, and came up to me and started basically like like hugging me and like, and I, and I was like, oh what the hell is going on? And I, I was like, well, like, what, no, it wasn't, you know, you're like hello. I was like, oh hello, thank you. Uh, I just wanted a taxi, but <laughs> and um, what did you get to And anyway, this? and then I was like, and then they suddenly they all just got back in the taxi, and I was like, that's weird. Like, what, what, what on earth would what, that was? And I was like, girls, wait, wait up. <laughs> Start chasing them down yeah. the road. And well, then, and then the, ca- much, the, ca- well. the taxi started, the ta- yeah, let me tell the story. The, ta- <laughs> the taxi started driving off. I was like, what the hell? That was weird. And, I, yeah. and, then, and then I suddenly was like, oh my God, my wallet and my, fo- and my phone were like gone, mm. like, which were in my front pockets of my jeans. So it's not like it's an easy thing to do. They were obviously very uh, talented. So anyway, so I saw this car sprint- driving off and I sprinted. I was like, I'm not losing my wallet and my, my phone. I, I, I was, 
it was too soon into the into the trip and I so I sprinted down like you know like in um, James Bond no no yes kind of like James Bond <laughs> where, or, or, where, you, where you basically I, I was sprinting off I was running beside the, the beside the taxi like sprinting next to the taxi yeah. and they were all How like slow is a taxi going <laughs> it's definitely a Bond movie yeah. so they, 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 I, I, what do you mean I'm quite a fast sprinter I know. And, and I Bolt. jumped and like literally held onto the wing mirror and slid on top of the on top, top of the bonnet and was banging on the on the thing and, they, and the, the taxi driver was going ah there's Arriba up me in Spanish. Arriba, arriba. Say what? Arriba. Arriba. No, no. He was saying, saying all sorts. And then the girls who actually turned out not to be girls, surprise, surprise. <laughs> well, they were chicks with... Yeah, they were. Chicks with, apparently, yeah. Palermo has one of the most uh, thriving... Um, uh, transsexual uh, communities and you, so, and you never look back <laughs> so do, do you feel guilty that you felt aroused when she felt you up then or he felt you up no because she's dressed as a woman it's not like uh, you know it's okay, not yeah. I mean no, she, it's not like confused. I didn't have I, no I didn't have like, any <laughs> actual, anything beyond just no, a hug I didn't wonder why she was so tall yeah <laughs> no, no, I, it was, yeah it was weird I thought that she was wearing high heels but apparently not and, and, and um Oh, and uh, so anyway, I sorry, so, so, no, I, fine, so I got, I sprinted and they jumped out. Uh, you know, sorry. And they, so as I was banging on the thing, then uh, then my friend who was running behind said, "Francis, Francis!" They dropped it out and they dropped. They opened the door thing and dropped my thing out right. uh, of the of the of the door. And, I, and so I jumped off and picked up my stuff and they drove off. And I said, "Well." What, can I have your number or something? <laughs> Did they take money out of the wallet? No, no, they didn't take any, take any of the money out of it. So they they realised it's not worth robbing you, basically. No, no, basically they realised <laughs> I was a crazy motherfucker. Yeah. And I would, and I would literally not stop until they hey, gave yeah, it, save it back non, to non-local. me. non-local? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Um, so that wasn't really a near-death experience. Well, it could have been. You could have been run over or, um, you know. It was a great idea. Uh, I was once on a beach in, um, in Ghana and a guy... Pulled a knife on on me and uh, what? me and my, my uh, one of my business partners. You never told me this. Uh, out in the in the dark on this beach near, near this kind of quite you know quite slummy area, and uh, another guy who was like basically paid to the security of the beach pulled out a gun on. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a knife. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a gun. And then pistol whipped him right in front of us. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, so that was so that was uh, one one. I mean, there have been a few moments. There have been a few near misses in in in. in a guy fired a gun over my head, over, over the top, so, top of my head. Why? Um, long story. What about the story when you had malaria? Uh, that was quite. Oh yeah, time. I nearly died, and I had I, well, I had typhoid. I had I had I had malaria, and then I, I killed that, and then I had typhoid, and I actually was I I, I basically I'd had some um, food in the village, in the local village. Um, cooked by this um, this woman near 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 the mine, and she basically prepared this fish stew. So what gave you the? And I and I normally you know I'd normally prepare my own food food whatever, but I was so hungry I I had some with the um, with the guys, and um, and uh, anyway I I there were apparently been they the, the plates were not clean and they had water on them. So I had uh, apparently somehow contracted typhoid, which I was also immunised against, but because still, yeah. but because apparently it's only like ninety six percent effective the yeah. the um, um, vaccination. Yeah. yeah. So uh, uh, anyway, I had I was I was literally so ill I couldn't anything I ate I'd be sick I'd be sick, and then I had I had a lot of um, investors who were who who had coming down come down to look at the so I was kind of showing them around and. And um, and I had to kind of put my game face on, even though I felt so horrendous. Mm. And um, 
Anyway, then it, it persisted for two weeks. Oh, they all left, and it persisted for two weeks where I couldn't leave my bed. And I thought, oh, I Jesus. actually thought, I actually was looking up and I thought, God, I'm going to die in this jungle. Uh, you know, I was hallucinating. I was, I was hallucinating. It was yeah, so hot. Did, yeah. The door, the, sorry, the, all the lights, because there, uh, there was load shedding and someone had nipped my generator. Someone had popped <laughs> into my compound and stole my generator. Oh, my God. And uh, so I was sitting there. It's a nice place boy, to Boy, <laughs> you know, in the jungle, like drenched in sweat, hallucinating, having an argument <clears throat> with these people in my room. Sounds like a nightmare. Who, who didn't actually exist. They weren't there. It was, uh, it was um, and then eventually I kind of... Uh, went to the went to the okay. clinic and they did a did, they did a UV, uh, IV uh, drip in the jungle as well in West Africa it's not the, an ideal place to have an IV drip no uh, just as a warning <laughs> and, uh, and they pumped this antibiotics in, into me uh, that and, saved you and, and, and but then so I was having the, they pumped this antibiotics into me and I was like you know they're like feeling so ill I saw this like the antibiotics made I, as soon as it went into my vein it was like I was violently oh ill again God. tasted like so it was god it's horrible would thing. you have died if, if it wasn't the I antibiotics no yeah I probably would have and then and then uh, but then I looked at the antibiotics and the antibiotics were like two years out of date oh my god <laughs> oh my god oh no <laughs> Wow. Oh, it was shit. really. It was quite. I've had a lot of it. Little. I've had a lot of weird adventures down there, which right. nearly. So, uh, uh, anyway, let's get to some of our readers. Yeah. Uh, sorry, readers. So is this live? Or let's I don't get, understand. Yeah, this is my God, it's not yeah. live. It's not <laughs> live, is it? No, no, no. How come we got people emailing in there? Is that from before? That's from here before, yeah. Um, so, just to uh, read out some of these emails that we've received in from some of our listeners. Just to lighten the mood a little bit. Just to lighten like the death. mood. Yeah. Because we were talking about. Um, little death n- near, near death experiences. But we'd love to hear. I've got a few. I've got plenty more of, uh, of near death experiences. Well, we should always happy, funny stories, maybe. But, but if you guys have any interesting or, or scary near death experiences, we'd love to hear about it. Please do send us an email at privatepartspodcast.com at gmail.com yeah uh, but, but here we are we've received some emails we've received an email from Natalie hey Jim and Francis and any voices in the room which now also includes Ben yeah Hello. Well, there's two voices in the room uh, two. exactly we've got two voices in the room today happy to be here and we've got no voice of Jamie because as I said he has gone completely missing yeah. we have no where, idea where he is if you know where he is please e- email us at private if you, actually, if actually, you, that's a good point if you, yeah. if you spot Jamie about <laughs> then please just email us at uh, privatepartspodcast at gmail.com and go up to him and say call Francis uh, no, no yeah well, uh, tell him to call me well, maybe or, or, you know because yeah. I'm worried <laughs> just, tell him, just tell him I'm worried just tell him I'm worried um Firstly, I should say that I've been absolutely loving the podcast. You're both so funny. Thank you. It, it well, it's not me. It's, exactly, no. it's a recording. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you, 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 you haven't been uh, yeah. congratulated for your humour yet. Um, <laughs> yeah. you pause and look you're at me both now? so funny because I thought you might say something funny. <laughs> You're both so funny, especially Jamie is in brackets, which I, uh, I have to disagree with. I'm that. surprised you read that yeah. bit out. I thought you yeah. might have just admitted that. I know, yeah. but you know that's the type of guy I am. I'm, oh, I'm yeah. honest. I'm yeah. honest. Yeah. Um, and without realising it, you've played a key role in keeping my chin up through exam season. Oh. So thank you and keep up the fab work. I hope this isn't too long to be worth reading, to be worth your reading. But I have a little story that I thought you might appreciate. Mm. Uh, thank you, and we will appreciate we it. We needed some stuff to pad this one out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's <laughs> really first. Okay. I've been trying to run more frequently at the moment. You know, the summer's coming up and all that. But it's been so hot recently that it's way too unpleasant to run during the day. I have therefore been doing lots more evening and night runs, which is cooler. 
I assume she means in temperature. Right. Um, it is cooler to run at night. I guess because it's, it's not it's as dark, hot, right? And so it's, it's not as hot. The sun's gone down. It's yeah. also cooler and yeah, and it's cool. Yeah. 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 However, yeah. there's something a bit more scary about running in the evening, obviously, especially yeah. if you're a girl. A bit, yeah. uh, and so to solve this problem, I've started bringing a gun with me. <laughs> What? <laughs> this story's getting more interesting. Are you making this up now? No, no. She said, I've started bringing my phone with oh, me. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> so you guys can keep me company. Private Park is an ex- excellent fitness buddy. Uh, you heard it here first. And an even better distraction from my irrational fears. Oh, yeah. So she just listens to podcasts and just runs, basically. So I would thoroughly... Far motivational voices. Yeah. So I would so thoroughly well, recommend... This one, they're going like, to want to like, go home, probably. <laughs> so there's this one field on my normal route that I call the topless field. What? It's much more secluded and hidden from the main roads past than, than others. And I've tried, and I've literally never seen another human being out there. So I always find it quite freeing to do a topless lap just to keep things interesting. I like this girl. She yeah, sounds, she nice, sounds yeah. great. Topless. Uh, yeah. Running is really quite dull, even with private parts to provide the mood. On a dog walk or any normal day run, I could, would usually do, a lap, uh, do, a, do the lap fully topless. However, since I carry my phone in my bra in order to keep Ooh. listening... I obviously had to leave the bra on on this occasion. Then, because I mainly just took off, took look at the ground as I'm running, I had no idea that there was actually a man cycling across the field up ahead. That was until I literally, I was literally on top of him. <laughs> oh, oh, well, it's well, getting a bit frisky. This thought it'd be story. the other way around. Um, Sorry, that was crude. Yeah, yeah crude. cut that bit out. Nasty again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And tripping over his back wheel. It was so embarrassing, and he looked at me like I was such an idiot. Oh, oh. you're not an idiot. However, afterwards, all I could think was, thank the Lord I had needed to stay at least slightly modest in order to carry my phone, because otherwise the encounter would have been a whole lot more mortifying. So thanks to you and the podcast, I was saved from, from <laughs> serious embarrassment. I was saved from a seriously embarrassing situation for only a mildly awkward encounter. For that, I am forever grateful. Yeah, that's very nice of it. You're welcome. You. Your fa- love your faithful private partner. Tally. Oh, yeah, Tally. That's, a, that's a nice way to end the show. Yeah, thanks, Sally. Yeah, it's great. We, we've got another one about Jamie's libido, and I think oh. since he's not actually here to uh, um, defend his honour, we should read it. Yeah, he's pretty open that he has no libido <laughs> yeah. whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jamie, it must be hard being a man. Excuse the pun. Oh, uh, uh, yes. Uh, yeah. Do you get it? Yeah. No. It must be hard. Oh, hard. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> You have nothing to worry about, dude. My husband sounds very similar to you. Not everyone is highly sexed. If Frankie needs an extra seeing to, I'd be happy to help. He <laughs> he. What? This is a go- start again. I'm confused. Start it again. What? Just carry on. <laughs> <laughs> Loving your honesty in the podcast. You're all hilarious to listen to. Keep up the good work. Okay. So that's actually quite good for Jamie if he's listening somewhere. Yeah. Wherever you are, Jamie. Will that go to his head? And then we got an email from Claire Twine. Where have the podcasts gone? Well, Claire, uh, this is actually uh, just a great opportunity to say we're sorry about... Yeah, sorry. We're sorry. And I'm we're sorry, sorry, we're sorry that we didn't get the podcast yeah. out yeah, last week. We won't do it again. Jamie, it's not going to happen again. Jamie has gone missing. If you do see him, please do send us an email. <clears> and, uh, yeah, let us know. He's, he's somewhere out in the United Kingdom, I think. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, he's not in Ibiza. So do keep fun. an eye out. Hopefully, uh, normal service will resume soon. Yeah, yeah. exactly. We, we we look forward to uh, w- well the resumption of normal service after next week. Yeah. Um. And so, uh, so I think that leaves us uh, uh, there this week. 
Ben, would you like to leave us with some nugget of wisdom? Yeah. Okay. Be good to yourselves and each other. Okay, do you have anything else? No, that was from Jerry Springer. Anything, anything better? That was from Jerry Springer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'm not allowed to quote Tom Cruise in this podcast, I'm afraid. I'd say, you know, just be careful in this hot weather, you know. It's very hot out there. Make sure you well, bring actually, water with you, you know. Because, you know, uh, actually, keep my, sun protect, my keep girlfriend, sun on you. Katie, fainted on the tube yeah. uh, be last week. There's weird men around as well, you know. And she had to be carried up by a weird, well, actually a very... Kind, weird, kind weird. man, no, not weird man. Uh, and uh, and and and, but you you, it, you never know. Oh, I have a story, but I actually have a story. Yes, yeah, okay, go ahead. I was on an underground once, and I noticed this very beautiful woman standing there, and I, as I always, you know, normally do. Good story. And I suddenly noticed that she, her eyes were sort of closing and half disclosing. But so I suddenly, when I say walk closer to her, because I was a bit worried about her. And I suddenly realised I think she's about to faint. So I came in, and she did. She fainted, and I caught her. And I picked her up, and everyone did like clear the room. And I, and I carried her up, like you know, the like cradles there, off off the tube. She was a beautiful girl, and I sat her on the bed. And I and got some, some men got the um, ticket people come uh, men to come over, and they took uh, a ticket because yeah. she might have been <laughs> then, might have the barrier. Uh, always the card reader came out. <laughs> yeah. And I said, and then I left, you know, I left her, and I never stayed around. I always maybe wished I sort of got her number or something, or found out, you know, if she was okay. And, but she obviously did not have water with her, you know, on, on the underground. How do you know? She might not have made it. No, she definitely, I think she's fine. She just fainted, you know. So the same thing happened to Katie and some man, yeah. some man like yourself, had to carry her yeah. and, and, and carry her up the stairs. Yeah. But then she got a free ticket because they had to... They yeah, this, this is all quite boring, shall we? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm getting bored. Yeah, I'm bored yeah. too. Guys... Thanks so much for listening. <laughs> sorry it's, uh, it's it's a bit late. Well, sorry we didn't get one out last week. And also, we hope that uh, Ben is a, 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 a worthy replacement of Jamie for this week. Thank you. No, no. What, what? I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I think we'll leave it there on, the, on, on that note. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye, guys. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.